Welcome to this message from Port Life Church. Our goal is to bring life to the Port community and beyond. And our hope is that this message will inspire and encourage you today. Woo! It's good to have fun in the house of God, right? I mean, Jesus came to give life and life in all of its abundance. Although sometimes if you hung out with some Christians during the week, you might not believe that. Oh, is that a bit controversial? Sorry. <laughs> isn't it true? Easy to give away your joy, isn't it? You know, one of the most undervalued things by human beings is their emotions. We just give them away. Somebody upset us, whew, there goes your joy. One, one negative thing happened, whew, there goes your peace. And you realize when you read the word of God, he says, my joy I give you and no man take it from you. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives, a peace that can't be taken. And yet so often we're like, well, the devil made me do it. You know, uh, there was the, my boss's fault and this. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that, that things don't happen. There's circumstances. Jesus said in this world, there's, you're going to have trouble, right? There's going to be challenging times. But one of the things that separates the godly, the righteous from the unbelieving is not that everything in your life flows perfectly. In fact, sometimes you know you're on the right path by how many things are going wrong. <laughs> Have you ever discovered that? Whenever you make a course of action to change your life for the positive, stuff happens, car blows up, this happens at work, sick. And what is it? It's resistance. It's the thorns growing up to try and choke the word. It's the cares and worries of life trying to steal the word from inside of you. But one of the most powerful things that causes us to shine and to stand out is when we choose to walk in love, when we choose to hold on to our joy, we hold fast to the things that God has given and promised us. We put a full stop where God puts a full stop and we don't put a question mark where God put a full stop. Let me say that slow for the hearing impaired. When God puts a full stop, we don't put a question mark. Do you know what that means? When God says, my joy, I give to you and no man take it from you. We don't go, yeah, but. We say, if that's what God says and there's a full stop, then that's it. And uh, one of the things that I, I, I believe that as you read the word becomes more and more alive to you is that God has given us these beautiful emotions that, are used, that God wants to use to empower us to walk with compassion, to walk with love, to walk with empathy. Who knows? These are important emotions. Who knows? People that lack empathy are not fun to be around. True? Empathy is a powerful emotion. God uses that for you to touch hearts, to compassion. But we also know that if we're ruled by our negative emotion, who knows? Life's going to be pretty miserable for you. And one of the things that we have to learn as kids growing up and to become adults is learning to let God's word and the Holy Spirit guide us through our emotions. This Christmas, family, I mean, I don't know about you, some of you love your family, some of you put up with your family, I guess it just depends on your kind of family dynamic, but there's going to be all kinds of things this Christmas to come and steal your joy, to come and steal your peace. And this morning, 
I want to share from you a really simple word, which is about a precious lady who went through something or was asked to believe something that was unbelievable, that was almost impossible, yet chose to believe it because God put a full stop. And you might be going through a really challenging time in your life right now. I know a lot of people are facing incredible financial challenges, phenomenally challenging times. Maybe in raising your family, it's incredibly challenging, you know, with the, with the, with the challenges that our kids are facing now. Who knows, being a kid now is so different from being a kid 20 years ago. The stuff that our kids are exposed to, right? The, the influence of media friends. Who knows, it's not as easy to raise kids as it was 20 years ago. Why? Because the society's morality has fallen and what was like considered standard and normal now is like, that is like, you can't do that. This Like it actually takes courage to just walk in what used to be normal. Right? And so we're coming into a time where if we're not careful, the enemy is coming to get you to put question marks where God's put full stops. And God wants a people who have a backbone. God wants a people, you know, you can't be spineless and make a difference. The Bible reads flow with the wind, but the oak tree stands mighty and tall, right? And we're called to be trees planted in the house of the Lord with our family, with our kids. And as we're going through time, and that doesn't mean if you miss a church, don't hear what I'm not saying. If you miss a church service, you're not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is your heart is planted here. Your faith is planted. Your, your joy is planted in what God's word says about you. And you know, I, I know that life is going to be full of challenges, but I do know that we have a hope in Jesus. And I want to encourage you this Christmas to be inspired from the story of an amazing, amazing, common, simple woman who dared to put a full stop where God put a full stop when most people would have put a question mark. And today we tell of her and speak of her and admire her faith, not for anything mighty that she did, except to believe what God said. And so I want to read you a passage of scripture. I don't, I don't have it to put it up on the, um, on the screen. And uh, it's a very simple story that you've all heard from Luke chapter one. It's about the story of Mary. Everyone say Mary. Mary, not Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? That's a different Mary. Uh, this Mary, who, who did, who, who, whose mum was Mary? Jesus. Imagine being Jesus's mum. Anyone freaked out by that? <laughs> How cool is this? Here's this precious, here's this precious, precious woman. Nothing, the Bible doesn't say there's nothing special about Mary, except the Bible says that she found favor with God. Who wants to find favor with God? Amen. The Bible doesn't say, and Mary was a great evangelist, standing on every street corner, healing the sick, raising the dead, and God found favor with her. The Bible says Mary is just a normal girl going about her normal life, was dating Joseph. God's like, you please me. Because you see, I think the things that we think please God, we think it's the high and mighty, the wonderful, the saving the millions, the giving to the, do you know what pleases God? 
when you walk in peace, when you keep your joy, when you keep your love on, when you encourage, when you speak life. It's the simple things, right? It's the simple things that build the foundation of the house. Nobody walks into this building and goes, wow, what marvelous concrete this is built on. You walk into a magnificent hotel. Wow, what magnificent Rio bar that goes through the underground. Nobody thinks that. But I tell you what, if you're on the 12th story and there's no Rio bar and the concrete wasn't done properly, you'll find out about it. And you'll be like, who did this concreting job? The whole point of doing the foundational things well is that they allow you to build greater things. But if you neglect the foundational things, you can never build anything great. And so here's this beautiful woman, Mary, and we pick up the story in Luke chapter 1. It says this, it says, and uh, the, she says, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, everyone say Gabriel. That was a very angelic voice, wasn't it? Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin betrothed to a man, meaning to this lady, she's not married. She's dating Joseph, going to get married. And her name was Mary. And having come in, the angel of the Lord said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. The Bible doesn't say Mary was doing a prayer dance before the Lord. Mary was fasting for 45 days and the Lord appeared. Mary was just going about normal life. Don't be a weirdo. Don't be a super spiritual weird Christian. Just love people, love your family, forgive, say you're sorry. Parents, say you're sorry. Kids, tell your mom you love her. I lost my place. And the angel of the Lord said, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst all women. I just don't know if God loves me. I'm just... Tired, loving my family, loving my kids, working hard my job. I just don't know if God loves me. Let's see what God says. Rejoice, Sean. Rejoice, Sally. Rejoice. Highly favoured one. The Lord is with you. Do you know what Mary did? She believed it. The angel put a full stop. She didn't go, Really? Well, if you looked at my life right now, things are going pretty bad here in Nazareth. I mean, if God's really with us, there's been silence from the prophets for the last 400 years. Where is the Messiah going to rise up? Do you see what happens? Doubt comes in. The enemy comes in and doubt always starts with a question. It happened in the garden. Did God really say? Sorry, it's probably like this. Did God really say? It always starts with a question. Well, God, did God really mean that about you? Does he really love your family? Kids, does God, does God really care about you? I mean, you're just 10. What would you know? Do you know anything? Does God really love you? Mary believed. And it says, but when she saw him, the angel of the Lord said to her, do not be afraid. She said she was afraid. It says, do not be afraid, Mary, for you, and he says it again, for you have found favor with God. 
And behold, you will conceive a son in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary asked the angel Lord a very good question. How is this possible since I am not married? How is it possible? How is it humanly possible for me to have a child I am not married? And the answer, it's not an unbelieving question. It's just a question about, about possibility because it was a question about remaining pure. It wasn't a question doubting. It was a question of God, are you asking me to do something that breaks your commandments? Do you see the difference between doubting God and walking, wanting to honor God with your life? And the angel of the Lord says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you in power and overshadow you. And the one who will be born of you will be called the son of God. And he goes on. And as he finishes, Mary says something. And this is the, this is the verse I want to finish with. He says this, for with God, there is nothing impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. That is one of the most powerful sentences spoken by a human being in the Bible. Let it be unto me according to what you have spoken. You know, this Christmas, God is declaring that you are, have favor with God because of his son, Jesus, that you are blessed and your family is blessed because of his son, Jesus, that God loves you no matter what you're going through because of his son, Jesus, that God sees your future, that all your days, the Bible says, are written in his book and he has planned good things in advance for you to do because of his son, Jesus. And all that God is asking us of, of this Christmas is would we be people that dare to say what Mary says, God, if this is what you say about me, as unbelievable, as impossible as it seems, for our family, for breakthrough, for whatever you're going through that seems impossible to look at what God's word says about you this Christmas and let the gift this Christmas that God gives to you be the gift of you daring to receive what he says about you. Who knows receiving is one of the hardest things to do as a human being? Let me give you an example. Hey man, let me shout you dinner. Oh no, nah, it's all good, man. I got it. Hey. I have literally tried to pay for people's petrol. Nah, I'm all, it's okay. What do you want, scam artist? You know, like, man, can I shout you a coffee? Nah, it's all good, mate. I'm like, dude, if I didn't like you, I wouldn't offer. Do you know what most people have never considered? The reason that people offer to do things for you out of kindness is probably because somewhere along the way, you've sowed generosity and kindness into others and you are reaping what you have sown. Ding. Fair? And at Christmas, we love to give one another gifts because it's this special day where we trade. It's actually stupid. I spend $100 on you and you spend $100 on me. Dude, let's just save 100 bucks and give each other nothing. 
We work this out in birthdays. We give 100 bucks to everyone in the family and then it all comes back around the end of the year. For what? I literally get back what I had started. But it's the feeling of giving a gift. And there's something powerful. God delights in blessing his children. He says, if I gave up my son, Jesus, for you, how much more will I freely give you all things? And one of the most powerful things that I love about the story of Mary is her response is simple. It's unbelievable. It's impossible what you've asked of me. But because you put a full stop there and because I believe I have found favor with God, let it be unto me according to your word. And about 12 chapters later, she goes to see her cousin and listen to what Elizabeth says. Blessed are you, Mary, for you have believed what God said. And there will be a fulfillment of the things that were promised you by the Lord. And this morning, this Christmas, I believe that the word is very simple. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. Full stop. My joy I have given to you and no man take it from you. Full stop. You know, this year... We had some fascinating things happen in our family. Ava, we have a beautiful next door neighbor. His name shall remain nameless in case he watches this. Hi. And him and I uh, have uh, had some run-ins over the past year and a bit. It started when um, he cut down some trees, which opened up our home and gave us a beautiful view of the hills. And I told him, that's amazing, man. We've been praying and I reckon God must have spoken to you to cut those trees down, of which he replied, one thing I can assure you is no God ever spoke to me. There is no God. I don't believe in God. I cut those trees down because I wanted to cut them down. Okay. And so uh, that kind of didn't start our relationship off too well. And, uh, and he's, you know, just been through some really tough things in his life. His wife is kind of going through Alzheimer's and he just, just had, he's just had a hard life, right? And when you don't know Jesus and you had a hard life, you live by how you feel and get upset. And anyway, something happened with our fence. Who knows? Fences are fun. And uh, yeah, kids, one day you'll discover the joy of that. And, uh, <clears throat> and some, some stuff happened and, and he was very upset for something. And um, in any case, long story short, you know, when you go, the Bible says, do your best to be at peace with all people as much as depends on you. Who knows? There's some people, they don't want peace. And the enemy comes and what he comes to do is the enemy uses others because what he's really after is he wants to steal your peace. But here's the problem. Jesus said, no one can steal your peace, which means that only you can give it away. No one can steal the promise of God over your life. No one can steal the favor of God over your life. Nobody can take it, but you can give it away by putting a question mark where God put a full stop. And one of the things that happened with my blessed next door neighbor is we tried to work things out. I tried to help. I tried to fix things, tried to do all kinds of money. No, he wants to sue me because that's what we do in the human world. We don't have normal discussions anymore. And uh, you know what? The Lord just said, bless him. Bless him. Just, Sean, if you don't speak a blessing over him, you'll give away your peace and then you'll lose your victory. Bless him. Bless him. And so as much as I did not want to, I mean, you know that feeling where where you're just being totally injustice? But God says, just bless them anyway. 
So I, every time I drive past, I bless him, Lord. I, bless, I thank God for my neighbor. God, you love him. He's amazing. And I just said, God, I thank you for victory. You have promised me victory. This is very, this is very powerful because this, this is a real example. Right? This happens in real life, doesn't it? With your boss, with stuff that happens. And we're like, does God see? I tell you, God, he told me, he said, Sean, I am your vindicator. I am your exceedingly great reward. I will redeem you. I will restore you. But you might have to walk through and walk and stand in front of the gates of hell for a few minutes. Don't give away your joy. Don't give away your peace because he's after your peace. Don't give it away. And there are some days when you sit down and someone yells at you and attacks your character and calls you this. You know when your blood boils? You know that feeling? And everything inside of you is just like ready to let the torrents loose. And then the Holy Spirit says, remember to shine. <sighs> okay. I'm sure I'm just being real with you. Like these are the reality of what God's called us to do. We're called to shine. Even we don't want to, because God put a full stop when he says, my peace, I leave with you. I'll be with you. I'll never leave with you. Uh, and so, you know, long story short, what happened is uh, I just declared, God, thank you. You're going to vindicate me from this. And we ended up having an independent contractor, real estate lawyer person come in. <laughs> he sat down and he went to meet with the next door neighbor. And I was standing on my side. We live on the high side when you live a high side, low side. We live on the high side of the fence. And I'm standing there, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with the story of Gideon. But Gideon, God asked Gideon to go down and, and take on an army far greater than they are. And Gideon's still a little nervous, but he trusts God. And God says, Gideon, if you're still a little nervous, I want you to walk down to the camp and listen. And you'll come back encouraged. And he walked down to the camp and he heard them say, I, heard, I had a dream. I saw this boulder come down and smash our camp out. And the guy goes, it could only be Gideon. of Gideon. And, and I mean, who knows? That would be an encouraging thing to hear, right? Before God calls you to say, so I'm standing on this side of the fence. And, uh, you know, remember this is the guy who's going to sue me, take me to court, take me for everything I own and what da 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 and this independent lawyer, real estate contractor dude comes in chatting with him and I'm standing on the other side of the fence and I listen and I listen, this is my, this is a conversation I hear. Oh, 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 dude, talking to my next door neighbor. Um, your fence is illegal. When did you put, this is not even the boundary fence. This is your, you put this up. When did you put this up? Oh, 10 years ago. Why? Oh, I didn't like the look of the original fence. Oh, really? Um, did you get council approval to do that? No, I just put it up. Oh, so the problem really is because you put that fence there, dirt has collected between the two things and now it's expanded on your side of fence. This is actually your problem. This is actually illegal. If we go get the council, they'll tell you to take down the whole fence. Oh, okay. And I'm standing on the other side. I'm going, hallelujah. <laughs> and, and, and it's not because I was happy because of the, because it's God's like, see, I will fight for you and, and you can hold your peace. And this Christmas, I know everyone's got stuff going on. Don't give away your peace. God said, I've given it to you. My challenge is this year. Put a full stop where he puts a full stop. Lord, be it unto me according to your word. That encouraging word for you this morning. Awesome. Would you bow your heads where you are this morning? Let me pray. Father, I just thank you so much for your word. I thank you so much for your goodness in our life. We thank you today that we can walk today full of confidence, knowing we can have faith 
and trust in your word. God, we just ask as we go this Christmas season that, God, your hand be upon each and every family, causing us to walk with joy, to walk in peace, and to keep our love on. Holy Spirit, think through our minds, speak through our mouths this Christmas. Let our families, Lord, be a radiating, shining light to you, for we know that just as with Mary, we have found great favor with you. And as we go this Christmas, we thank you and have great expectation of your goodness in our lives. In Jesus' name, And everyone said, Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Port Life Church. If you have any questions, please email info at portlife.org.au. Have a great day.